Welcome. <laughs> Once again, sorry for the tiny, tiny delay. Yes, y'all. But welcome to Date Night with the Crafts. Yes. I am your host, Justin Craft, and my beautiful wife. You know, I can't even th- I can't even put it in words today. I just want to say just just off the record that I just want to say off the how record. Say this shit on record. Off the record, on the record, <laughs> between the fucking record. I love this woman, oh. and I support her in every way. Through thick and thin, yeah. And um, you I just wanted to let you know. Day. That. Uh, yeah, we just I had, had a really, wor- we had a worst fucking. I day had ever. the worst day of my life today. So we just, <laughs> we're, I just want to let you know, I love you. Thank you. And I'm always here for you. I love you too. And we're gonna get through this like we get through every damn thing we always get through. All right, babe. All right. Okay. Yeah, Miss Calling In Thick, Kara uh-huh. Craft. Yes, uh, yes, yay! yay. <laughs> All right. So, um, anyway, our last date night. Our last date night was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We went to a house party for a few of our friends, uh, Felicia and Carrie. Oh, yeah, Felicia and Carrie. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So if any of y'all follow us, our regular pages, y'all be able to see mm-hmm. that we had this contest, male versus females, mm-hmm. or men versus women. I hate male and female. I don't know why I said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a lip-syncing yeah, contest. Yeah, lip-syncing contest, yeah. Yeah, and we thought the girls were going to win and then you know the guys came through yeah it didn't even matter with a dude on roller skates <laughs> who in the hell comes to a party with <laughs> comes to skates. a house party with roller skates right? on obviously this motherfucker so he was prepared and then mm. he, he got it off and it was funny yeah. and we had a good time we just shout out to people that still throw good house parties yes. i'm talking about house parties where people don't stay on the wall people play music they yeah. get into i was a wallflower day. yeah they get into it they have the a beginning. great time yeah i was kind of a, a wallflower too i was more like a, a wall weed or bush or some shit because yeah. i just i was it was just a long day and i was tired yeah. and i was just like okay i still want to come out to show my friends support Yeah, because they support everything yeah, we do right. one thing is that friends who show up for you yeah like they come to your events they uh yeah. just support you they share your posts they talk about your podcast with people you have to support people like that because they are really a dime a dozen. Yeah, they really are. You know, they and really to have are. them support us means everything. I mean, anything we've ever considered doing, right? They show up, so yeah. I'm gonna always show up for them. Definitely, so definitely. shout out to Carrie yeah. and Felicia. We love y'all. Love y'all. So um, what yeah. else we do? What else we do this weekend? No, that that was um that was it. That was it. Well, that's yeah. all we did. No, I think we did some more stuff, but I think really that was we the biggest thing. worked on music. Yeah, I've been working on a ton of music. Yeah. Ton we got of music. some hits coming, y'all. Yeah, we got a lot of music coming, a lot of artists coming, a lot of different things coming. So yeah. be on the up, up on that. Like, seriously, it's some it's some good stuff. Yeah. So that's been happening. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much it. 2020 is just a year of just actually showing actions. There ain't too much talk about well, it. Well, they say let your, uh, your actions be so loud yes. that you can't hear People exactly. can't hear you talking. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of the mood for That's our motto, mantra, whatever you want to call it. So yeah. that's where we're at right now. So anyway, yeah. on to tonight's. Yeah, because we took out the cocktail. Justin was right. Y'all don't fuck with our cocktails. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't make these cocktails. Nobody sends me messages about cocktails. I got one message about a cocktail. And I'm putting these little things together, finding these amazing recipes and all of that. Y'all not fucking with me on these cocktails. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're not doing cocktails anymore unless y'all demand it. Then I'll come back and yeah, do some I'll cocktail. start doing cocktails pretty soon on my own, and like I said, there'll be different type of cocktails. There'll what? be you know illegal cocktails. No, also, we're okay, not making that. that. Okay, no, he was trying to get us in trouble. All right, cool. So no. I was gonna show people some real shit. No. Maybe they might like that, but mm. you know, we'll see. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> our our show tonight, mm-hmm. our show tonight is about uh, super religious, yeah, cults, that type of thing, mm-hmm. and how they affect 
relationships, how they affect the person, how they shape love. You know, but Justin, you've touched on your Mm -hmm. father being a cult leader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I say I come from a super religious family. I'm not Mm -hmm. ready to call call it a cult. No, I'm not ready to call it a cult, but it was super religious super religious and shaped how i feel about relationships and love in general Mm -hmm. you know from the um isolation to Mm -hmm. trying to recruit justin to be a part Mm -hmm. you know to feeling like i'm not good enough because i can't be you know good enough for god so maybe i'm not good enough for other people or good enough Mm -hmm. for to you know even love and experience life and and remember these things they never come to you as you go into this building and this guy has his big robe on with horns and they're playing this <laughs> this, this apocalyptic music and, and everybody's chanting and he's like, join our cult and with us, you know, blah, blah, blah. It never happens that way. It, it comes across as friendly. Yeah. It comes across loving. as loving. It comes across as the thing to do. Yeah. Um, it comes across as uh, discipline, obedience, organization. You know, everything that, well, not everything, but things that certain people in their life would really want. You know, they yeah. feel like, I need this. I I, I, I need this type of guidance. I need this type of community in my life. And then that's always the, the, the selling point. You yeah. know? But then once you get in the shed, it's totally different. Then you start seeing weird things, stuff ain't adding up. And then you realize there's a, a story under ev- underneath everything, yeah. and it's usually full of shit. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I wouldn't call my, I'm not going to say my family was a cult. Mm-hmm. But I will say that the religious aspects of my family made Cultish. it very hard to be in relationships. Yeah, so most of us have not really succeeded right. in our romantic relationships. Right. You know, we've had a really hard time. Well, we haven't, mm-hmm. only because I've had to pull away mm-hmm. from my family in order to really, you know, right. have a successful relationship. But... Mm-hmm. We we haven't had the best of luck, you know, yeah. members of my family with love. And yeah, and I just want to say this, and this is not aiming nothing at your family. So don't, don't, don't think I'm talking about you guys. Don't I'm not aiming I love anything at my family. Be careful, nothing. Justin Crabb. I know, I'm being very. Okay. But I d- it's really hard when people try to give advice on relationships. And their relationship and your, is your shitty. shit is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your shit is like on fire and it's burnt to the ground. And they want to tell you what chaos. God told them to tell yeah. you about and your relationship. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, get no. the fuck away from me. I know. Me. It's like, you know, wait a minute. Show me where, you know, your relationship was solid. Show me where there was like all this love. Yeah. Like, what worked for you? Yeah. Show me one thing that worked for you exactly. and you'll be able to get my ear. Exactly. But you can't point to one clear thing in your relationship or that this thing has done for your relationship you know what always puzzled me when people would be say if it wasn't for god if it wasn't for it well if we didn't have jesus between us mm-hmm. we wouldn't be able to make it hmm. and i'm like dang that, that should sound good mm-hmm. but to me it's like damn where's the love where's yeah. the the companionship where's the friendship yeah where are the other things you know so yeah. you're saying that yeah the the threat of hell is the only thing that keeps you together. <laughs> that keeps you together, right? <laughs> I was like, you what know, the hell? I know, right? That that that's just crazy. Also, yeah. too, when you're sitting there talking to me about this relationship, then you have bruises and scratches on your face, <laughs> and you're trying to tell me about what a good relationship is. I'm looking at you, and I'm like, I could see physical bruises and scratches on you. Yeah, you know, it's really hard for you to try to sell me yeah. on that. And then once they, like I said, once again, they start to include religion in it. That's how they try to use the control. You know, they weaponize yeah. it and they try to control and they go, oh, you know, well, you know, go to God. And I'm like, okay, how yeah. come you don't go? And what happened when you went? 
Yeah. You know, so it, it gets back into those things. I'm not going to get into depth with that because I can probably do three <laughs> shows back to back alone just on that sentence. I'm dead serious. Well, go to God. Yeah, I've researched this shit so many times. I've talked to so many different people. I try to do it. And I'm not saying it doesn't work for people or people. But don't people feel like need that. more tangible advice. Yeah, you just can't. So say go that. to God could be forgive. Yeah, it could be a lot you of know, different things. Figure out how to 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 come up with a compromise or a solution that works best for y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's tangible. I right. can do something with that. But Kira, just have faith. Yeah. Kira, go to God. Pray about it. It's not that's, yeah. that that doesn't. You know, I do pray and I do meditate. I'm not saying that those things have no. Uh, relevance or you know they don't help but sometimes people need more tangible advice yeah you can't yeah you can't just because someone comes in and says you know i'm having a problem my relationship these things are not working out and then you look at them and go but did you read your bible did you read this you know read this scripture right here and i'm like okay i read it now but i'm okay so anyway i'm still having a problem we're still having (laughs) and you're like well did you read the scripture i'm like well yeah but it just didn't you know and i know people are like well you know if you read and you're close to god you understand it then the word will be given to you and then you'll have this enlightenment i'm like I've kind of been there with that, and I'm not downplaying anybody on this at all. Yeah. You know, I know people that they they have that it works for. Yeah, and and they have that, but a lot of times, yeah. it 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 doesn't answer things fully, yeah. and it doesn't un- let you understand the human experience. You're human. You are. You know, at the end of the day, you're a human. So you have to still understand who you are. You have to understand, you know, the the things that the inner workings of yourself. Yeah. You can't just automatically just leave your body and just go to a level of spirituality yeah. and never that you haven't ascended to. You haven't ascended to, and never yeah. ever worry about your human side of it when that's what all you experience every it's, single day. Okay. That's so. true. Well, without further ado, I want to let y'all know that tonight we have with us Shelly Johnson of the Latter Day Lesbian Podcast, who's going to tell us all about what it was like to grow up in a cult. The mother of seven kids has since divorced her husband and is now on a completely different seven new kids. journey. Yes. Learning about her sexuality and figuring out how her life or figuring out her life as a gay woman. Sorry, I messed all that up. Shelly, welcome to the show. Can, can you hear us? All right. I, I can hear you. All right. All right. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. 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 <laughs> I, I first of all just want to say that um, the whole starting late thing was not my fault. No, <laughs> no. This is one time when it's not. And so I'm, I'm pretty, um, I'm kind of glad that Justin blew it a little bit so that I could uh, look good tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it was all on us, y'all. Yeah, the late thing us. was us. Yeah. Yeah. Kiara's always late. It was but not big. Wait. Uh, We're going to share this. Uh, okay. It ain't going to be all Kiara. Okay. okay. All right. Right. Shelly, we'd like to ask all of all of our guests, if a book was written about your life, what would be the title? Oh, how about, I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is Shit Show from Hell. <laughs> um, that sums it up. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, okay. The, the name of the podcast that I have with my girlfriend, Mary, is called Latter Day Lesbian. Mm-hmm. So I was born and raised in the Mormon church, which goes by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. So we mm-hmm. stole that Latter Day, mm-hmm. tagged a lesbian on, and um, boom, there you go. <laughs> Say it straight to the point. But also, too, it, it gives that back history you know yeah. so now you kind of know it you know yeah yeah so well interesting interesting so, i was gonna say i have very little knowledge of mormonism okay um, I, I actually justin has <clears throat> a lot he's 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 well yeah he's been he's been researching yeah so that look religion at him, look, look at him puffing his yes yeah. 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 <laughs> yes you know 
lectures at Cambridge and Oxford about the study in history. No, but, <laughs> no, but at, at one point in time, now I'll let you talk about it, of course, but sure. just, just my just quick little history. Uh, when I was young, mm-hmm. um, some uh, Mormons came by the house okay. when I was young. Oh, and Yeah, and then they, they tried to talk to me, and I was like, yeah, whatever. And I was a very rude kid. I have to be up in front about that. Uh, I was kind of mm-hmm. a feral child, if you, know, <laughs> if you want to say. So I was like, you know, F you, you know, you don't know, blah, 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 wow. and all this. Yeah, I was real young. And then, because that's how I was taught to speak to people that try to come to your house. I don't okay. know why. So anyway, um, but... So they came, they tried to talk to me. My mom was like, you know, y'all are full of it. Her boyfriend was like, y'all are full of it. Get the hell out of here. And then I said, you know, explain this to me. And they, they tried to explain it to me the best way they could. Yeah. Um, and said, you know, well, this, this, that, that. Then, of course, you know, I did more research because I just had a lot of questions because yeah. I would see them all the time in the neighborhood riding their bikes. Yeah. And they looked so happy. And I was like, well, you know, it couldn't be that bad as <laughs> happy as it is. And it's like 112 degrees outside in Texas. And they're mm-hmm. riding around, you know, all suited up and mm-hmm. on the bikes and all that. So I was like, well, you know, but. Give or take, you know, um, after that, yes, I did do a little research and found out some things, but we'll let you, of course, shell yeah, and fill us in on that. Tell us more about Mormonism, because what I know about Mormonism is the um, <clears throat> lots of children, lots of marriages, polygamy, that type of thing. Is, uh-huh. And I know I mean, that. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I know that, you know. For a lot of us, we have freedom in our relationships, and I look at—I don't look at those types of relationships in that particular religion as having a whole lot of freedom. No, so, no, no, that's um. So I'll just back it up. Being born and raised in it, it it really does qualify on every sense of being a cult. Mm-hmm. You you're told you have your agency, you can choose to do whatever. But here's the thing: if someone says this is the way that you get back to heaven, this is the way that you make God happy. You live exactly this way. And then if you don't, you basically go to hell. You don't get to be with your family in heaven. But you can choose that, you know. (laughs) And so it's not really a choice. It's like, well, of course I don't want to go to hell and never see my family again. And so you do everything that's been planned out for you. So I, growing up, I was the youngest in a family of four four kids, which is rather small for Mormons. My mom was a slacker, I guess. I, don't know. <laughs> um, really uh, I mean, I was going to birth my way into heaven. Like I had seven kids. I was getting there. Um, <laughs> anyway, so being the youngest, uh, I have three older brothers and mm-hmm. Mormonism is very, very sexist. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, only the men can have the priesthood, meaning this close connection with God. I mean, it's all made up bullshit anyway, but this is what I, I learned growing up. My sole purpose in life was to get married to a man, to a returned missionary, a worthy young man. So I needed to keep myself virginal and clean and learn how to bake bread and sew shit. And, (laughs) and which I, to this day, I refuse to sew because it's not going to do it. Um, and if I'm lucky and if I, if I keep myself clean and worthy, a young man will serve his mission, come home from his mission after two years and find me and take me to the temple to be sealed. Yes. So it's wacky, but it's like, you don't just go get married. You have to go to the temple and be sealed, which means you have to be completely clean. You have to be forgiven of all of your sins. Sins like premarital sex, huge no-no. Here's a fun one for you. No masturbation. Nip, 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 nip. So these poor boys who, Ooh. come on, who hasn't by the time they're 20, right? 21 right. years old, they have to confess that to their bishop, go through all this repentance. You go, go to the mm-hmm. temple, you get sealed together. But I 
promised to obey my husband in the temple and he promises to obey the Lord. So it's always the man has this tie with God. Yeah. And I'm just kind of here to be a vessel, vessel to make babies. Yeah. Mm. Um, so as a girl growing up in this with a very strong male family, I just felt worthless. It's like the boys got to do the cool, fun stuff. They were always out camping and doing these like manly things. And my mom is, you know, making quilts and shit. And I don't care about that, but I've got to <laughs> hang out with her. Right. And she's, she's like, she's like your typical, um, Mormon mom who has no opinion about anything, who does whatever the men say and is happy to do that. Thinks that is her calling and, and God wants her to be obedient to her husband. Yeah. And I just had to be in that growing up and it hurt me to grow up in that. But the worst part was, is that I believed it was true. Yeah. I, w- I didn't grow up thinking this is bullshit when I'm 18, I'm leaving. I grew up thinking this hurts me, but that's what God wants. So, uh, you know, okay. Yeah. Mm. And so in my mind, God was just a sexist kind of a jerk, just loved me less than the boys. And I just had to deal with it. So it's, it's not a great way um, to start your life yeah. or to live your life. Um, mm. So when I got married, I didn't marry someone that I would have like actually married yeah. a I'm gay. That's not a thing that could be <laughs> in Mormonism. So I sure wouldn't have married a guy. Um, but I knew that that was the only way that was going to make my dad proud of me. That was mm. the only way I was going to be on the path. Um, I had a lot of depression growing up and I was taught that if you're depressed, it's because you're being disobedient to God. And so when I was unhappy, I just told myself, well, I just, I just, I need to get married. I need to have kids. I need to obey the commandments. I need, I need, I need all this stuff. Yeah. So it's an extremely confining religion. Um, and women are just second class citizens all around. Mm. What did Mormonism teach you about relationships and love? Oh God, the worst things they yeah. taught that the man is the man of the house. He makes all the decisions. The woman should not work outside of the home. She stays in the home and she has a million kids. And what God wants for her to do is to put everyone ahead of her. Mm. So I spent my married life doing everything for my husband and my kids thinking somehow that makes me a righteous woman. And it exhausted me. I was empty by the end. I wouldn't say that there's a big difference between um, that sort of mindset when it comes to Christianity either. Well, they're, they're very no, much right. aligned. Yeah. 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 Very much yep. aligned. Yeah, because I, I don't see a lot of uh, companionship yeah. in households where people are really religious. It's more of yeah. a authoritative type situation mm-hmm. yep. where everybody yep. kind of um, – bows to the dad the mom is on the same level as the kids for the most part exactly same level as the kids yeah and it's just i don't understand how that could be how a healthy relationship it's it could come about from healthy yeah yeah yeah, nothing really could spring from it i mean it's it's Mm -hmm. one of those things where um i feel personally you know it's, it's it's one of those things where you know guys get into it because they can have that control and they, they have this way now of this spirituality control. Mm-hmm. And it's just all mm-hmm. about control. You know, yeah. when, it, when it really boils down to it, it's just a control thing. And guys figured out a way that we can, you know, put this situation into play. Because once people see the community, then they buy into it. Yeah. And they go, well, it has to be right. As a Everybody's man, I doing it. definitely would. And then yeah. as a woman, too, because it's kind of like we as women, for the most part, aspire to be wives. So yeah. just knowing that if you 
do these things that uh, marriage is guaranteed for you almost is, you know, this seems like a good situation for a woman who aspires to be a wife. But in today, 2020, for the most part, we want to go after purpose and, you know, yeah, exactly. So question, you know, because I noticed, although not mean to cut you off, Shelly, but I noticed that, like you said, you were said you were gay, but you had Mm -hmm. seven kids. Mm -hmm. So like the whole thing was, I guess you kind of felt like you knew you were gay very early on in your age, right? I'm taking that. I did. I didn't. And this is the great thing about this mm-hmm. is, uh, looking back over my life after I started having feelings. Okay, let me back up a little bit. Okay. My husband, my husband and I left the church mm-hmm. when I was about forty years old. And I had been raised to think that gay people were evil. They were trying to destroy traditional marriage. This was Satan's plan. And I had this hate in my heart because this had been drilled into my head over and over and over. I was basically raised to be disgusted by myself, you know, Mm. and hate myself. Uh, We left the church. I started making friends outside of church because as a Mormon, like 99.999% of your friends and family are Mormon. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's your little group. Um, and when you leave the church, they don't really want much to do with you anymore because you've been possessed by Satan or some dumb <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, and Evil. so I started making friends at my new gym and I made some gay friends and I was like, oh, they're, they're actually nice. And they're not just out to have like random sex every night. And <laughs> you know, they're, they're good people. They have, they have children and like jobs and they're nice. Blew my mind. Like, oh my God, like they're not the devil. Yeah. And as soon as in my heart, I thought, you know what? I don't think God cares if people are gay. I don't think he hates anybody, much less gay people. I'm telling you within a week, I started finding myself being attracted to women. Mm. It was suddenly I had opened my heart to who I was. And I was thinking, why, why am, why are these women like so hot to me? Like what is going on? (laughs) I mean, by the way, I had a mullet in high school and I played college basketball. So someone should have fucking told me I was (laughs) like, you can't not be in college basketball. Right. Um, But no one told me. So I went ahead and got married and made myself miserable. Uh, Anyway, I started um, thinking, uh, looking back over my life and I recognized all these signs when I was a child that I was gay mm. that I didn't recognize when I was a child because it's not even a thing. Yeah. They don't even talk about gayness to children when you're a Mormon. It doesn't exist. Mm. And when you're told your, since the time you're born that you're going to keep yourself clean and worthy, get married in the temple and start a family, anything else just kind of bounces off of you because mm. you can't let yourself think about it but looking back multiple instances with friends who by the way are out of the closet lesbians now yeah uh, that i had this this connection with and this desire to be next to them all the time and know everything about them and i wanted their shoulder to be touching my shoulder like 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 gay shit you know and i didn't dawn on me until i left the church opened my heart and then i was like oh were you afraid when you started having those feelings Considering yeah. how you felt so strongly about it before, like when you started having those feelings, it is scary. It was scary because I knew that I would eventually get to the point where I had to make a decision because mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't in love with my husband. Mm-hmm. We hadn't been really happy. He's, I mean, he's, he's, he's fine. He's yeah. fine enough guy to like run a business with or raise children with cause he's a great dad. Um, but as far as me as a companion and who I would be attracted to, it's just not, not my jam at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there, there was actually, I'm glad you asked that. There was actually an instance where I, 
I had been hanging out with a couple of friends of mine who were girls, and I just found myself very attracted to them. I didn't push anything or whatever because I just was feeling out my emotions, you know? Mm -hmm. And I loved being out with them. I just wanted to be with them all the time. I hated going back home because then I had to try to force this relationship with my husband who didn't understand why I didn't want to hug him, why I didn't want to kiss him, why I didn't want to be intimate with him. Um, but I came home one day and keep in mind, I've got six or seven kids. Mm -hmm. He and I run a business together. Like we're, we're pretty connected to things that we have to do. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I walked in the door and it was late at night. He was already asleep and he's sleeping on top of the covers in just his underwear. And he's a good looking guy. He works out, you know, and I went and stood next to him. I just stared at him. I stared at him for like five creepy long minutes. (laughs) Just, just like <laughs> wanting to feel something and say, please just let me feel something in my heart, some connection, mm. some attraction, something, and just nothing like emptiness. So I went in the bathroom and I sat down and I just bawled. I just sat there and cried because I had already made the decision that I wouldn't leave him mm. and that I was just going to live the rest of my life in a mediocre marriage mediocre to shitty depending on the day and never <laughs> never feel connection it was a horrible moment for me mm, yeah i could i could i could see that you yeah. know and i mean like i said that is the way that you know you're raised up you know and yeah. I, I think the thing i hate about it the most is about this the thing with, with the religious part about it is that whole the whole prosecution of things you know it's like the whole persecution pers- i'm sorry I say prosecution. is this a prosecution involved that, that's too that's what i was yeah. thinking i was thinking of an attorney so i think of like a court right oh yeah i think yeah. of a court and i always think of it because when i read in the bible it's like a court and and the, the angel is your attorney and then the devil is sitting on the other side and the devil is always a prosecutor he's a prosecutor yeah. and he's a prosecutor and he's pointing at you and he goes justin did this justin did that he, he's fucked up. Yeah. He's going. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh-huh. he's, so that's how I always thought about it. But yeah, so the persecution of the prosecutor. Yeah. <laughs> but, you uh-huh. know, yeah, it's always been one of those things where it's just like I, to put that weight on people yeah. is yeah. something else. That experience is something else. You know, to actually look at someone in the eyes and go, you know, you're going to go to hell if you have these uh-huh. feelings, if you think like this. Yeah. And then leave that on them and that weight and they live with that for their whole life. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. The is, burden of crazy. hell is heavy. The oh, burden yeah. of hell is heavy. Yeah. I will say that in, that even though I um, I, I have I've had to find God for myself because mm-hmm. the way that I was brought to God just I couldn't live like that because I felt, you know, as the Bible says that you should you know feel per you should wake up every morning and persecute yourself. Flog yourself. Yeah, I couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah. Be, especially not trying. Especially not being a person who's trying to do the right things. Who's intentions typically come from a good heart you know Mm -hmm. but to wake up every morning and persecute myself and to you know live under the thumb of being the guys i'm a sinner i'm a sinner i'm a sinner yeah i had no way of it it was no escape and Mm -hmm. if i can't love me how am i gonna love you how am i gonna love my children and it just became it was it was a burden for me i'll ask you this justin Mm -hmm. Being in the relationship with me, coming from a, a religious family like I, I came from, what was that experience like? I know that we talk about it, but um, it was it was hard at first um, okay. because you know you were going through similar things. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I saw how there were they were using certain things and putting certain things on you. And then also too, the thing that got me the most was the kind of I'm not going to say people were just lying, but People kind of just making up stories to kind of say, you know, 
you can't do this, you can't do that, or she's doing this, she's doing that. Yeah, and the she's, whole God showed yeah, you this Yeah, she's about hiding, you. and she's a really a bad person, but she's trying to be better. And I'm just like, where are you getting this from? I'm seeing this woman every night. She's always been nice <laughs> to me. She's always loving to me. She's always take care of me. You know, she's the greatest gift to me. I'm actually happy. I'm telling you I'm happy, and I'm being really serious about it. I'm like, I'm a happy person because she's in my life. And then you're still like, no, 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 trust me. You just don't know her, and, and God knows her, <laughs> and, the, and not the devil's always after her. I'm like, well, yeah, oh I'm pretty sure the devil's after me a lot more than her. But, uh-huh. you know, but it's just the fact of, yeah, that was the hardest part to deal with that, yeah. you know. And um, it used to get me upset a lot because, yeah. you know, there was just a constant wave of attacks, Yeah. you know. Yeah. And I'm like, for people that to say that they love God and to have this loving thing and, and to be close to God, who is the, the greatest form of love, yeah. it's like there's no love yeah. at all. Yeah. It's zero love. I'm going to talk about I'm talking about negative. Yeah. Would you say that that's also, too, something um, that you witnessed in Mormon marriages? Oh, yeah, the lack of love? <clears throat> Here's the thing that's good and bad about being an ex-Mormon. Okay. Because you were a Mormon for so long, you know what they think of you now that you've left. <laughs> because you've been in it. You know what I mean? It's like, and I, yeah. and I was trained up to think a certain way about people who left. And what it is, is people leave the Mormon church because they just want to sin. Or because yeah. they're just confused and they're wayward. Oh, they may say they're happy, but they're not really happy. It's fake happiness. Mm-hmm. So I joke now about like... This is the the best fake happiness I've ever had in my entire life. Right. You know, you're taught that anything but exactly what they tell you to do is not actual happiness. It's yeah. fleeting. It will go away. It's not true joy. And I'm like, you fuckers, this is the happiest I've ever been. Right. I get to be myself. Yeah. Right. And, and when I first left the church um, and came out of the closet, of course, my parents were trying to find reasons as to why I thought I was gay. Yeah. Um, and then it was the whole, every time they would talk to me, it felt like they were talking to me like, oh, poor you. So how, so how are you doing? <laughs> Justin, how are you doing? Okay. Yeah, are, no, are you right. all right? Like, I am so happy that you're bringing me down with these stupid questions. Right. It's, it's like they, they can't see that you're happy if in their mind you are sinning them because their God said you were. You know, right. yeah. it's like you can't win. And so then it also pulls you away from your family. And I bet you've experienced this, too, because you feel like since you've left the religion, they are watching you. And if you have <laughs> one bad day, they're going to say, see, yep, see, I told you, <laughs> yep. maybe you can come back. So now whenever they call, how are you doing? Oh, I'm great. I have to lie to them every yeah. day about how my life is perfect now. They do. Because if I were to say, you know what, my kid keeps flunking my kid keeps flunking out of community college and he's growing weed in his closet like <laughs> i can't tell them that <laughs> right like, well you should take him back to church <laughs> right exactly right yeah exactly. you're right yeah no i agree with that 100 because i feel like I, I used to joke and care about that i was like i can live to be 95 years old and then the day i die they're gonna be like see I told you. See, that's what happens to people that turn their back on God uh-huh. and, and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I used to always tell kid that says, no matter what happens to me, trust me, it, it was never that. It was, you know, just way life went. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's very true because, you know, me, like I used to always tell people, I was like, you know, after me and Kara started kind of, you know, doing our thing, we kind of started moving away from everybody and, and our life started going the way it was going. I was like, you know we're happy and they're like well no you're not and i'm like look you're not happy because you don't have god and but i do have god i just right. don't have 
your, your version, version of God. God. Your version. You right. know? Yeah. And I was like, we're not showing up at your house with the windows busted out, her car keyed up. She's not coming <laughs> over there in the middle of the night yelling, screaming about something I did with the kids. My kids are not calling you crying. You have absolutely no problem. And if that has been going on for years and years and years and years and years, and every time you come over our house, we're happy, we're doing stuff, we're watching TV, everybody's in the living room together then it should show you something. It should show you something. Yeah. But people still don't want to give that credit, uh -huh. and they still don't want to even believe in happiness even when they actually see it. Yeah. And that's the part that gets me so fucking confused. Yeah. I'm like, if you, if I guide you to the promised land, I'm like, well, here's the promised land. I'm like, wow, it has everything I want and everything I thought the promised land was. But I just don't believe it. Yeah. Like, But you're here, though. <laughs> I just don't want right. to believe it. You know, And I'm yeah. like, why? Because it's me that showed it to you? Yeah, because it's in um, con it's contrary to everything that they have grown up to believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll ask you. I wanted to ask you this too, Shelley. Do you find yourself um, at times, <clears throat> excuse me, still um, you still hear like the voices in the back of your head that's that tell you that you're sinning or that something isn't right or have you been um, able to escape that or is that still something? Yeah, that happens? not anymore. Okay. Not anymore. I moved through that. Um, what it took for me was to really do a lot of, well, I tell you what, starting the podcast, Latter-day Lesbian podcast was huge for us. Um, we started just so I could kind of get my story out there. But yeah. in doing that, the podcast blew up, got real popular real fast. So we we're like, shit, we need to find <laughs> more content. So we started doing research into Mormonism. And the more I looked into the history and the abuses and all the stuff, I'm like, you 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 could not pay me enough to for me to go back to that damn church. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it took me really because you know when you leave a cult you you initially don't um, trust your feelings because no. when you're in the cult your heart swelled and you felt good with yeah. blah 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 and you had all these these things making you think it was true like yeah. these things in your heart which are for example you go to a really good concert write a beautiful song. And you cry because it's yeah. beautiful. Mm -hmm. But that song could be sung by an atheist, right? It has <laughs> right. nothing to do with God. It's just things sometimes hit you. Human and connection. So when you're told, yeah, if you, when you're told, do these things and you'll be happy. So you do all these things and you have a good day. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's it's the spirit telling me Mormonism is true. But no, mm. I just had a good day. That's it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so you start, you start wondering what's right mm -hmm. and what's what your body is really feeling or what you're just so... Um, you're told you should feel. It takes a lot of unpacking emotions. Yeah. Um, but for me, researching Mormonism, finding out the lies, the bullshit, the abuse, the I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah. Um, it made it so much easier for me to be like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not upset that I left. Yeah, and I get that because even in my research of it, you know, I felt that um, reading pretty much what Joseph Smith came to and how he found out how he wrote the principles, um, and everything else, it just seemed like a whole bunch of plagiarism, in a way, from <laughs> yep. Christianity. And it seemed like he pretty much read the Bible and then thought about some really cool shit that he can kind of say and do. And it was like, man, uh -huh. you know, we could do this and all that, uh -huh. and then kind of branch off and have our own little clique and do our own thing, and then we can, you know, build this into something else. But that's we, any branch of religion. Yeah, but it was yeah, really... Yeah, Joseph Smith's like, I can marry a bunch of teenage girls and yes. have sex with them. Yes, <laughs> that's what it sex was. Cult. It was kind of like he wrote it to, like, man, I could get I could change, get people to believe in this So and what this. makes something, what, what, what de determines whether something is a religion, a, a valid religion, or a cult? The uh, amount of members, because, like, even you're saying that Mormonism... 
in your through your view is a, a cult, but it mm-hmm. has 14 million plus followers. Mm-hmm. 14 million plus brainwashed people. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. my yeah. opinion. Yeah, um, I think for a cult, it is basically um, like, is there a leader? Yeah. Do you have to pay money to belong? Right. Do they tell you what to think, what to do, how to act? And is is out of fear of going to hell, you know? It's it's all, all this all or nothing, following completely. You know, in Mormon religion, the prophet, and I use very loose quotations on that, um, <laughs> whatever he says goes. Doesn't matter what he says, they're going to do it. Um, because in their minds, because the prophet tells them that he speaks for God. God told me to tell you this. And they don't even question it. Yeah. And as I started doing research about prophets throughout Mormonism, they contradicted each other all the time. Yeah, they did. All the time. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. So if God told this dude this thing, and God never changes, right? Like, no. he, he, he doesn't get finicky and be like, man, let's do this instead. So if he tells this prophet one thing, and then the next prophet in line's like, no, actually, we want to, what's, God said this now. Like, no, it's not even just a small misinterpretation. It's like, misinterpretation it's huge doctrinal changes Mm -hmm. and if these men were led by god they wouldn't have been polygamists a they wouldn't have been marrying other people's wives and sending those men off to war to die so they could have their wives and their children they wouldn't be having sex with 13 14 year olds They, they wouldn't be having their um like like marrying their relatives. It, it was just so gross. It's so gross. And the things that they said that are so disparaging toward women yeah. and um, gays and lesbians have caught hell from that church. I mean, horrible hell. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, we should probably say nicer things about the gays because we're starting to lose uh, members. And so mm-hmm. suddenly yeah. it's like, okay, well, God says that you're not apostate anymore, but you still can't, shouldn't adopt children. Just... Yeah. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, I and I say this all the time on, on our podcast, Mormon God is an asshole. He's a total asshole. He has to be to have told these men to say what they say. Yeah. If there's a God, and I hope there is some sort of greater being, and I believe there is, he, she, they, them, whatever, is not an asshole. They are love. That's it. Yeah, you know? and, and, I, and I agree. And, you know, and, the, the, and the definition of a cult is a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. There it is. Yep. So it's the it's the center point. It's like central administration of your feelings and worth and and who you are. It's it has tied to, be, to a person. Yeah, it's tied to a person. It has to be administrated out. That's the reason why, like you know, like when I look at stuff like Buddhism and all that other stuff, where it's just you know sayings and words. You know, there's certain things and they just yeah. kind of teach, but it's not necessarily one person standing at the front. Yeah, one person standing at the front and just saying you know being you, a spokesperson for God. Yeah, and and also mm-hmm. too anything I think where you have to die. In order to win is just weird to me. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, that. you know, you got it in order to, to win. Well, you you're gotta, living to die. Yeah, you're living to die. Yeah. And I, it's very weird when you meet people like that because they're just waiting for that knock on the door that day to the point where they're like, you know, I don't have to do nothing in life. As long as I could sit here on this couch and then I get the knock on the door and it's death and then they take me to the other side, I won. I don't have to do nothing in this life. <laughs> and that's, that, that's it's so weird. weird. It's that very weird, weird. But I meet people like that all the time. See, that's different from Mormonism. Yeah. 
in Mormonism, you have the longest list of shit you have to do. It's like it's like a religion of works. They say, you know, mo- most Christian religions believe that you, you know, you believe in Jesus and you're saved, right? Just mm. just don't kill people, I guess. Right. Um, but in Mormonism, you have to get married in the temple. You have to have your children sealed to you. You have to pay ten percent of your gross income your entire life to the church, oh, man. or you don't get to heaven. It's not like give us if you have extra. You mm. must, or you can't go to heaven. Um, you have to go to church every Sunday. You have to, it's all of these things. It's exhausting. And if you, and if you kind of slack a little bit on one, cause you're exhausted, you feel so much guilt, mm. oh, so much imagine. guilt. And speaking of the tithing thing, a uh, news article just came out and it's, it's been validated, um, that the Mormon church. So when you pay your tithing, right, mm-hmm. you expect it to go to help the needy. I don't have a problem paying tithing or whatever to help the needy. I want to, help people have food and clothes and get medical, whatever. Yeah. Just found out the Mormon church has been taking people's tithing and stockpiling it to the tune of $100 billion. I read that. I read that article. Their investment company, instead of reinvesting it into the community or into these programs to help people, they've been um, holding on to it. They have a hundred billion dollars now. That's what that's what it's worth. Mm -hmm. And because of um, their protections, they don't have to give a whole lot of information about how they invest or what they do with their money. Mm. They don't have to pay taxes. They don't have to pay taxes uh, or anything. So they're Mm. just they're just holding that money. Yeah. And I look at that. You know, you talk about you'll know people by their fruits, right? Yeah. Just like a Christian thing. Uh Um, I. I don't believe in a corporation that's supposed to be a church and having God at the head. That's what Mormons say. That would sit on a hundred billion dollars when there's people starving everywhere. Yeah. And so they got busted on this. And so of course the church had to release a, a press statement mm-hmm. to kind of cover their asses. And they said they were holding on to it for the second coming of Jesus <laughs> to cover all. I'm like, to cover his Jesus expenses. need a hundred billion. Yeah. Make his own damn wine. Like, yeah. what does he need that for? Hey, man, to, to, man, Jesus is the ultimate influencer. So he needs he needs his bread, man. He needs his bread. So you got to pay him to come down and perform and uh-huh. do everything else. So, but They're no, securing Jesus's but, bag. Yeah, but it was but it was weird though because like I know there was one story I read and it was true, yeah. and it, but I can't remember the guy's name on the top of my head. But he was trying to buy ancient ancient Egyptian artifacts. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yep. Yeah, and he was trying to say like, well, you know, basically he was trying to convert them over and say, look, you know, the the Latter Day Saints did th- they built the temples? You know, this came from you know at this part and all this. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? What? <laughs> he was trying to, and I was like, no, 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 no. So yeah, it was really, really weird. Um, some of the stuff that you know they were doing. Every once in a while they'd venture out. I know they would like do movies yeah. and other propaganda and stuff yep. like that with like the money. Like anybody else. Like anybody else, but yeah, it was it was just it was it was very it was very strange. It was very strange. Would you say would you say it's a cult? Definitely. It's, oh yeah. It's, it's definitely Justin a cult. believes that most religions are cults. Yeah, most religions I mean, are I'm cults. I'm going to have to agree with Justin. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just it's just the way it, you know, it, it's when when people when it's just like I said the biggest thing is that whole central administration of everything. You know, yeah. when you have this yeah. one center and that one center controls everything and it's just you know, it, it, like I said, it's always like that, you know, in these, in these cult-like mm-hmm. things. And and like I said, sometimes, man, I don't know. Maybe some people in this world, they they need it, you know. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe some people do. I don't know, you yeah. know. I, I But, you know, some people may need that level of discipline in their life. But to, from my experiences and everybody I've talked to, 
one way or the other, it, they never found happiness. They never, mm-hmm. they never found anything. They kind of just got lost in it, you know, yeah. like, like, yeah. Like, like grains of sand on the sea, yeah. on, the, on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just got lost in it, and then they never found out who they were. Then they just die kind of just with nothing, you know, and it's just weird. Haven't lived at all. Yeah, but they supported the church and gave them their money. So someone was like, thank you. But it wasn't from a higher power. It was a guy sitting, you know, at a bank somewhere and the guy taking that money out and buying his yacht and doing all the mm-hmm. other shit, you know, so. No, no, no. It. They were saving the money for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus needs some money when he comes. <laughs> nah, yeah, whatever. I don't even think if Jesus came back, they would even know what he looked like or be able to or identify him. Or if he came back and he's like, you know, y'all got this all wrong. You know, whoa, oh, then what? Throat punching some people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> then what? But um but yeah, it it was very interesting. I know that um yeah. at one point in time, um my mother had told me uh, when I was very young, she said, Oh yeah, they just allowed black people in at what it was like mm-hmm. 76, 77 or something like that, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well mm-hmm. after the civil rights movement. Yeah, well after I the civil mean, rights movement, they were like, Oh, you can't even be in it, then they came back and changed it. They were like, Well, God said it's kind of cool for you guys now. <laughs> and then you guys would come in and then all that. So that was one of the things I remember she had told me after they left. Because yeah. I think she had told yeah. them that, too. And they're like, no, no, it's fine. He could be in it. Like, yeah, but y- y- he can't, you know. He was like, when he was born, you know what I'm saying, he was still outlawed, you know. So y'all, you know, get the yeah. way out of here. I remember her telling that. But that was just one of those facts that like, recycled through my mind and maybe actually look it up. But, um, yeah. but yeah, interesting. Can I give you some information stuff. on that? Mm-hmm. Can well, I give you a little information on yeah, that? Go ahead, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Of course. No, I mean, you had it right. Um, so so black people before then, they could be members of the church, but they could not get the priesthood or go to the temple, mm-hmm. which means they could not be saved. Right. Oh. So they don't get to go to be with God in the end. They will still take your, your tithing money. Right. Yeah, for sure, pay us. <laughs> right. But you don't get to be saved. Um, and it was taught back then that they call it the, the Negro race. The Negro race, the reason you have the black skin is because you were not as valiant right. in the pre-existence before you came here. Right. So, I mean, imagine all these white Mormons being like, oh, well, yeah, the black people weren't as valiant. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just this instant disgust yeah. right. at another race taught right. from your prophet who supposedly speaks for God. Right. Um, and actually, Joseph Smith had they had a, a, a servant. I read about it in, in one of his diaries. He had a servant. Um, a, a black woman, and he sealed her to himself right. for eternity as a servant. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Like I'm, I am mm-hmm. so full of power that I, I'm going to take this like slave girl, and she will be my slave girl for mm-hmm. eternity. Right. What the hell is that? I know, right? But see, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm reading this yes. shit too. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, like, that's it like, blows my mind that there are any black Mormons. I just want to go to them and be like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen, I think, two in my lifetime. Yeah. I think I've seen two. They have a couple that go in our neighborhood. Yep, they send them to certain neighborhoods, yeah. and I, I think I've seen, like, two of them. And I was like, dude, what are you doing, you know? And they're just like, <laughs> you know, and you it's know weird. the history, my man. Yeah, and it, but it's weird. You talk to them. They just and smile. They just smile, and it's like, you know, both their eyes can kind of just be veering off in this direction. <laughs> and they just start uh-huh. spitting off the script, you know, and they're spitting yep. off the script. I'm like, dude, it's not working. It's not working, you know? And I, but, you know, but, hey, they try. I give it to them, but, you know, hey, yeah. you know. But, it's yeah, it's true. It's time for a game, Justin. It's time for the game. It's time for a game. Okay. Y'all ready game. for a game? It is I am, called... but let me tell you, sorry, because I had to switch to my phone and our problems, I'm about to run out of batteries. Is there Uh-oh. any way we can go back to Skype? It takes two seconds to come, or it's not going to screw everything up. Will, it, will we be able to go back to Skype? I don't think so. No, it'll end. It'll end. Because it's the it's going live. Can we do that? Can we? No, I get you. Let me, Um, I can just use my, hang on. 
Okay. We'll give you a second. So, try this. But okay. while you're doing that, um, what would I tell you about the game? Yeah, what's the game today? It's called God. Let's see. Who said it? Jesus or Jesus? That's what it's called. Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this will be easy. Our producer Danielle put this uh, this together, so um, for you it'll be easy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Let's see if if, if Shelly knows her hip hop. <laughs> well, I see. know my hip hop. You know your hip hop. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting game. I don't know when she come up Let with this. Let me remind you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, we can hear you. Let me remind you that I played college basketball. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. I, I got mean, you. if we were doing 90s hip-hop and R&B, I would crush. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let right, me know when you're ready. All right. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Keep your nose out. Keep your nose out to the sky, your heart to God, and your face to the rising sun. And my my, my choices are, uh, are Jesus or? Yeezy. Jesus. Jesus or Jesus? Jesus or Jesus. I, I, I'm going Jesus on that one. <laughs> Correct. Um, if you love those who love you. Oh, did we lose her? Oh, man. Uh, right in the middle of the game. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. I think her phone died. Yeah, it did. It did. I think her phone died. Okay. okay. Well, you can play with me. Go ahead. <laughs> Just te- text her and let her know that we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll continue. Can we call yeah. her back? Okay, we're gonna call her back. We'll call her back. Sorry about that. You know, shit happens, guys. You know, shit happens. It's a live show. I'll dance for y'all while the music goes. Yeah, there you go. Come on, y'all. This is quality. This is quality. Quality time here with us. <laughs> oh time. man, I can't dance no more. I think her phone is gonna, it's gonna take like five minutes to reboot. Okay, now we're we're getting a little too no, far off no. right there. Yeah. Oh, well, y'all, I tried. We tried. We tried. Ah, oh, that was a I good conversation. No, just let her know it's cool. We'll just text her back. Just let her know we appreciate it. And um, but um, anyway, continue on with the game. Give me the questions. Okay, I'll give you the question. Is she calling us? All right. She's calling us. And did we get her big? I'm here. All okay. right. Hold on, hold on. Can you hear us? Yes. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Yes, there I am. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Gaming headphones. Okay. All right. All right. Good. Sorry about right, that. Okay. Good. I got. I got the first one right. Yeah, right, you got good. the first right. Okay. The next one. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? I mean, it's a little, little rhymey, but it sounds a little. Do we lose her? No, nah, not yet. What, what, did, what did you say, Shelly? Wait. I, I gave it to Jesus, but now I'm questioning. No, 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 no. You're right. That is Jesus. That is Jesus. <laughs> 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 that was close. Let me eat some of that red stuff because I am exhausted. Oh, what God. What? that on there? I mean. It, That's it, Jesus. That's easy. It's got to be Kanye. Yeah. No, that's Jesus. Ah. Genesis twenty five thirty. Give me some of that red stuff because I'm exhausted. That just got me. Jesus was else. in Genesis. Huh? See, I thought I knew the Bible. Okay. We'll talk no, about I mean, we'll talk about that later. Well, he was in the beginning. According okay. to y- was it Yahweh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And all of you are children of the Most High, but you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. That's Jesus. Jesus. 
Oh. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all didn't know. Kanye is a prophet. I was so sure Yay up in here spitting ver- spit, yeah. uh, spit parables. Kanyeism. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. One day, the light will shine through, and one day, people will understand everything I ever said or ever did. Jesus oh, or Jesus? Man. This is actually kind of hard. <laughs> I thought it was going to be just challenging and shit. I was like, all right. Let me read it again. One day the light will shine through, and one day people will understand everything I ever did. Yeezus or Jesus? See, here's what throws me off on this game is sometimes Jesus rhymes, (laughs) and sometimes Kanye doesn't. Right? (laughs) I'm going with Jesus on that one. Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, Jesus like like our Lord and Savior? No, Jesus said that. Je- Jesus is on it, y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all, Jesus yeah. on it. Let's see. You should only believe about 90% of what I say. As a matter of fact, don't even believe anything I'm saying at all. Jesus or that Jesus? That is not. That's Jesus. Ye- Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. She told you that one. Yep. Healthy people don't need a doctor, but sick people do. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> you, 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 Who you, you going already with? know this one, Justin? It's Jesus. With yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's Jesus. Yeah. Last one. Everyone has heard and learned from me comes to me. Everyone who has heard and learned from me comes to me. Jesus or Jesus? You know. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know that one. Yeah. All right. All right. So now Jesus you have won your way back to heaven. That's what the that's what the, that's that what the That game the prizes you yeah. win your way back to heaven. Yeah. So yeah. I have I'm ordained to give you that that way back now. So since I'm a man and I'm close to You said you're a man, man, right? I'm closer to God than you, so now you know I'll let you back in. You know, I really like Justin for like the last hour until. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay. Well, this old heathen fun. here, this right. heathen over here. Right. Right. <laughs> but, uh, man, that was a good game. That I was did, a I fun did, game. Yeah, I didn't realize that uh, that, was, that was pretty cool. I'm about to give Daniel credit for that. Yay, Danielle. Yeah, that was a dope good shit. Good job. Yeah, that was a dope shit. So, okay. Yeah. So. In closing, we have our um, last question I want to ask you. Um, yeah. Since going through all of this, what have you learned? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Short answer, though. We're not too long, but uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I have learned that nothing is more important than my own happiness. Hmm. And the reason I say that is I was taught my whole life to give to everyone else, which sounds like a good idea until you are not yourself anymore. That's true. And you've given yourself so much that you are gone. And what my needs and my happiness and my life, like this is my life. There might just be one chance here. You Mm -hmm. know, it is important to be yourself and find your own happiness. The happiness that you want, not what someone tells you should make you happy. You decide what makes you happy. Yeah. All right. And 10,000 other things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure there is a lot. That's why I know that was a difficult question to answer. Kind of keep it short, but Good, good. I like that. Yeah. I like this conversation. It was a great conversation. Thank you, Shelly. Yeah. Where can people find you um, to find your, your podcast and to to uh, listen to your show? Sure. So the podcast is called Latter Day Lesbian. It's L-A-T-T-E-R-Day, D-A-Y, lesbian. Um, so if you've heard of Mormons as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, mm-hmm. Latter-day Lesbian. Just getting that out there for people who are not ex-Mormon. Uh 
you can you can listen to the podcast on any platform. We're all over the place. We're just starting our new season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in season two, and it's been successful. We have fun. Awesome. Uh, we actually have something called the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day, which is, <laughs> which is where, so my, my podcast host, Mary, my girlfriend, she was never Mormon. So I'll tell her, you know, the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day is, and I'll hey. give her some, some <laughs> there she is. I'll give her some Mormon term, like the Leahona. No one but a Mormon's going to know that shit. So she's got to try to figure out what it is. So we have a good time. The podcast, it's, it's raw. I get, we get emotional. There's a lot of healing, but we, we crack the hell up all the time too. So that's the podcast. Um, you can also find latter day lesbian podcasts on Facebook. Uh, there's also, you can follow me, Shelly Johnson. I am on Facebook. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of discussing there too. Um, Instagram and Twitter are at latter day les, L E S. Um, can we get that up on the screen so people can see? What's that? I was going to ask our engineer if, if we can get that up on the screen so people can see, um, where to find you on IG and twitter well, yeah we talk about the, the first part the first few episodes is my story coming out of the closet ex-mormon and everything but that mm-hmm. has branched into ex, all sorts of religions and just talking about just a lot of different things kind of recovering from religious trauma is basically what we're what we're doing got so. you got you all right yeah we have a good time we're very interactive with our listeners too we started actually a midweek podcast as well where we just read people's letters on the podcast people love Mm. to hear their stories and it helps them heal because one they're writing it down you know how Mm. writing really helps you heal through emotions and things and trauma and then hearing the story read really gives it validation uh so we do a lot of good things we try to do a lot of good things in the community and laugh. Yeah. Lots of, and, lots, and lots of drinking. Yeah, gotcha. Might need to start doing that on here. More drinking. I know. We need to start making cocktails. Maybe if we made cocktails on the show, Maybe people so. would make them. Mm, but so like I said, Shelly, you know, we really appreciate you being on here. Yes. Um, sure. Thank you for being on here. Yeah, you the, were fun. The, yeah, the fun, it was great talk. We had a fun time. <laughs> And um, but um, but yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and get into our closing now and, yes. and wrap right. this bad puppy up. And then um, so. Um, did you have anything that you wanted to say? No, we go? I've had such a shitty day. I'm going to leave it to you, Justin. You you mm-hmm. bring in the closing remarks. Um, oh. Go ahead. Go with it. Oh, well, my closing remarks are pretty much happiness. Happiness. Go ahead. Happiness. Talk Please on. understand what happiness looks like. Please accept happiness when it comes. Mm-hmm. And, and let all that other shit go and just really live in the moment mm-hmm. and understand it and feel it mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to be able to get to really where you want to go in this yeah. a lot of people are looking for healing a lot of people are looking for community a lot of people are, are looking for happiness or looking for love mm-hmm. and i think a lot of times you become just completely out of touch with yourself sometimes on this. I know some people that are born into it, they can't help that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people that are kind of wandering around, they're looking. That's the point in well, time. Well, when you I say born like, into you, like born into happiness. No, 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 no. Born into other, like a, a cult or born into things where people have already scheduled that for you. Oh. They've already put <laughs> your life into, you know, a series of events. And Got they're you. like, here you are. You're going to do this and going to do that. So yeah. then you, you know, you don't have that point. The, the point of your happiness may come later, like how Shelly did. It may come later in your life when you just finally decide to make that decision. And it's hard because some people can't make that decision. and they, they're, they're afraid. And they're afraid. Yeah. And then they live the rest of their life, as you were saying, in media or shitty uh-huh. you know so i got that part of it but again i kind of lost my train of thought when he said that but getting back to it just 
looking and understanding and, and feeling it out. You you have to feel who you are. Yeah. You know, you it have takes, to. It takes, I will say this. So I will say something. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say something. I know. Because mm-hmm. this is what I, you cannot be a coward. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go after your happiness, you're going to go after love, you're going to go after all of these things, you're going to find yourself, you can't be a coward. Yeah. It takes so much um, bravery yeah. to, to, to stand, you know, stand up and say, this is who I am. This right. is what I'm going to do. Right. You know, and that, cause love no, it, take yeah. it, t- don't take it, whatever. This is me. Yeah. So you can't be a coward going after these things. Shelly wasn't a coward. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to not be a coward. I had to stand up to people in order to live the life that I want to live. And so did you. Right. You know. Because there's so. no shortcut. And that's there that's what no I was shortcut. getting to in that whole big thing I was saying yeah. is there's no shortcut. You know, no one could sit there and say, I'm going to lead you to happiness. No. You know, and it's, it's so like, personal. Yeah, it's very personal. So it's like no one can just, you know, take my hand and guide me. and Go, oh, man, I feel better now. I'm happy now. Yeah. Thank you. It doesn't work that way. You know, yeah. every situation is unique. People are unique in their own way, in their sense, in their lives. Yeah. So that's just not going to do it. You're going to have to really look at who you are, dig in deep. Be, be brave open enough. to experiences and yeah. brave enough to, yeah, go after. to go after your life. All right. All right. I like that word, Justin Craft. All right. Thank you. All right. So once again, guys, thank you for everything. Thank yes. you for watching tonight. Yes. Thank you for being part of our adventure. Yeah. I'm sorry my, my, my uh, mood is like so low, y'all. If y'all knew what I had to fight through to get to here, y'all would really appreciate it. Yeah. Maybe you wouldn't. But yeah, but yeah, some people would. Some people would. You'd yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, I know. But, but it's um, been a long ass day. It has been. Yeah. So. But if you want to follow our show, um, we are on IG, um, Facebook at mm-hmm. Date Night with the Crafts, mm-hmm. um, on Twitter at uh, Craft Date Night. You can go there and find us. And be sure to subscribe to our yes. YouTube and also subscribe. Apple, our Apple Podcast, yeah, Spotify Podcast. Podcast. Yes. Go there. We uh, put up a new show. You should have it by tomorrow. But uh, comment, share it, uh, let it us know what you think. You nothing to share. DM us if you have a, a question or a comment, something mm-hmm. that you'd like to, you know, have us bring up on the show. We're here for y'all to yeah. help y'all navigate this thing as, as we navigate it. So as, as we, we get the information, it. we're bringing it to y'all. Definitely. Okay. But All again, right. we want to thank Shelly for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, thank y'all for listening, tuning in every Thursday. We appreciate it. We love y'all. Y'all enjoy y'all date nights this weekend. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.